0: Reumann's product Management Podcast. Making the right strategic decisions is crucial to achieve product success. If it's not clear, for example, what a product's value proposition is and what its standout features are, then it will be difficult to create the desired business value. But I find that many product teams do not use a systematic approach to create and evolve a product strategy. To put it differently, they lack a product strategy model. In this podcast episode... I describe the model that I have developed for product people who manage digital products in an agile context. At the heart of my model, there are four artifacts. The product vision, the product strategy, the product roadmap, and the product backlog. The product vision describes the product's purpose, the ultimate reason for creating it and the positive change it should bring about. You can think of the vision as the product's true north that guides and aligns everyone involved in achieving product success. This includes the stakeholders, the management sponsor and development teams. A sample vision might be help people eat healthily, assuming that you want to offer a product that helps people improve their eating habits and take advantage of the related benefits. The product strategy communicates the approach chosen to realize the vision and to make the product successful. Coming up with a strategy requires you to make four important choices. First. Selecting the needs the product should address, for example, reducing the risk of developing type 2 diabetes, to stay with the healthy eating example introduced earlier. Second, determining the market or market segment, the users and customers who should benefit from the product, for instance, middle-aged men with unhealthy eating habits who are at risk of developing type 2 diabetes. Third, choosing standout features that set the product apart from competing offerings, These might include measure and record sugar levels in food, analyze eating habits and make individualized recommendations, and seamlessly integrate with leading smart skills. And fourth, setting realistic business goals that describe the benefits the product will create for the company developing and providing it. These may include financial goals like a revenue target, as well as acquiring new knowledge and developing the brand. Now, making these choices requires you to say no to ideas and suggestions. For instance, not addressing teenagers with an eating disorder, at least not for now. While this can be tough, it is a necessary part of strategic decision-making. A product that tries to please everyone risks not doing a good job for anybody. What's more, a new or significantly changed strategy must be validated or tested to maximize the chances of achieving product success. This is best done by systematically addressing its biggest assumptions and risks in an iterative fashion. With a validated strategy in place, you are in a great position to build an actionable product roadmap. In my model, the roadmap describes how the product strategy will be implemented in the next six to 12 months. It communicates the specific benefits the product will achieve and it aligns and guides the stakeholders and development teams. An effective product roadmap is built on product goals. And product goals describe the outcomes the product should create. For instance, the first benefit on a roadmap that helps create a healthy eating product might be help the users understand their eating habits and acquire an initial user base. And the second one might be help the users improve their eating habits and grow the user base. Additionally, the product roadmap may contain elements like dates or timeframes, selected coarse-grained features, and metrics. A date or timeframe states when a goal should be met, the features sketch the output required to achieve a goal, and the metrics help you understand if a goal has been accomplished. A product roadmap that is built on product goals provides a great basis for deriving a product backlog and making the right tactical product decisions you can simply copy the next product goal into the backlog together with its features, then add further items that are required to meet the goal, such as epics, user stories, workflow diagrams, sketches, mockups, and non-functional requirements. As you move from vision to the product backlog, the decisions you take become more specific, and higher level goals are translated into increasingly detailed and focused ones. The vision is transformed into needs and business goals. From these, product goals are derived, which in turn guide the discovery of the right product backlog items. Additionally, the timeframes become progressively shorter, from five to 10 years covered by the vision to a product backlog that contains items for the next few months. As you move from vision to the product backlog, the decisions you take become more specific. And higher-level goals are translated into increasingly detailed and focused ones. The vision is transformed into needs and business goals. From these, product goals are derived, which in turn guide the discovery of the right product backlog items. Additionally, the timeframes become progressively shorter, from 5 to 10 years covered by the vision to a product backlog that contains items for the next few months. In addition to the four artifacts I just described, my model offers two templates that I have created, the Product Vision Board and the go Product Roadmap. The format helps you capture the product vision and strategy, and the GOI Product Roadmap template helps you communicate a product roadmap that is based on product goals and outcomes. And you can download both templates for free from my website, and you can find more guidance on how to apply them on my YouTube channel. While my strategy model suggests that product planning starts with vision setting, the connections between its elements are bidirectional. This means that bigger product backlog changes may trigger product roadmap modifications. Similarly, larger product backlog updates can lead to a product strategy change. And finally, if you can't find a validated product strategy, then you'll have to change or abandon the product vision. The process starts with creating and validating a product strategy. The validated strategy forms then the basis for developing a product roadmap that implements it, and the roadmap in turn directs the product backlog and helps discover the right product backlog items. These are then transformed into product increments and eventually a product. While my strategy model suggests that product planning starts with vision setting, the connections between its elements are bidirectional. This means that bigger product backlog changes may trigger product roadmap modifications. Similarly, larger product roadmap updates can lead to a product strategy change. Finally, if you can't find a validated product strategy, then you'll have to change or abandon the product vision. The model is therefore complemented by an iterative process, a process that allows you to systematically inspect and adapt your strategic decisions. Here is how this process works. It starts by creating and validating a product strategy. From the strategy, you derive a product roadmap that implements it. The roadmap in turn directs the product backlog and helps discover the right product backlog items. These are transformed into product increments and eventually a product. The former allows you to determine the development progress using, for instance, a release burndown chart. The latter, a product, enables you to measure the product performance, how much value the product is creating, using key performance indicators or KPIs. For instance, engagement, revenue, and customer satisfaction. The data you collect helps you then inspect the strategy and roadmap and adapt and evolve the plans. Strategy and execution are therefore systematically connected in my model. Strategic decisions guide the implementation of product backlog items and insights from the tactical work lead to changes in the product roadmap and strategy. This ensures consistent decisions, and it avoids a strategy execution chasm where strategic and tactical decisions are disjointed. In the worst case, such a chasm results in the development teams doing a great job at building the completely wrong product. Now, no matter how well thought out your product strategy and roadmap are, they are worthless if the stakeholders and development teams do not buy into the plans. An effective product strategy model should therefore offer ways to facilitate collaboration with the stakeholders and development teams to leverage their expertise, create a shared understanding and maximize buy-in. My model achieves this by involving the individuals in creating and updating the plans in form of collaborative workshops. And these workshops take place at least once every three months. I hope you found my thoughts helpful. You can learn more about Product Strategy and specifically my Product Strategy Model by attending my Product Strategy and Roadmap training course, which is also available online, and by reading my book Strategize.